Last month, I was interviewed by the talented, driven and gorgeous Katie Cannon from Gold Medal Coaching. Katie is a five times British gymnastics champion, entrepreneur and mentor to health and fitness business owners. She put on a health and wellness summit with an incredible lineup of speakers, and I was delighted to be one of them. In our time together, Katie asked some incredible questions. She asked about what the real problem is with business owners not effectively niching, the steps to take to find a niche that's right and profitable for you, and how having a niche really will propel your sales. We had a great time talking about these topics, so today's podcast is slightly different. I'm sharing the audio from the interview. This was recorded via Zoom, so please be forgiving if the audio files are less than podcast quality. Hey, I'm Sean. I'm obsessed with business, marketing, and growth. I've created this podcast to share the ideas, knowledge, and tools I've gathered over a career of helping businesses thrive. If you're an ambitious business owner or entrepreneur in the making looking to create a business that loves you back, welcome to The Growth Code. Sean is a business growth coach. And one of the reasons I chose Sean is because she is she focuses in the mentoring world. So she focuses on mentoring business and agency owners to gain an unfair advantage and crack the growth code and is very good at working with businesses to scale their business that actually loves them back. And I love that because so many times people sometimes create a business that they hate because they're in it too much or it's gone to another level that they don't like or they're focusing on an angle that's not their strengths or in in alignment with themselves so when you sent that to me I was like I love that statement that actually create you know loves them back so so Sean today is going to be sharing with you finding the right profitable niche for your business and Niche, I believe, Sean, is so important in growing your business. And it's something I've struggled with so much of because we all want to deliver so much, don't we? We all got so many different passions, but you've got to have, especially in the online world. And like Robin said, with, you know, the health and wellness world being a competitive one, like every industry on the planet, you know, opening a hairdressing salon or opening a food shop or a clothing shop or whatever, it's all competitive. But what makes you different and stand out from the crowd is really delving into your niche and knowing your niche so share with us Sean a little bit about why business owners worry um, about niching um, or niching wherever you are in the world niching and niching Um, what's the real problem with not doing this effectively I love to say it the American way because I have this saying, the riches are in the niches and it doesn't quite work when you say niche, (laughs) but it's so right. And this is the number one mistake that I see business owners make time and time again is not niching down effectively. Mm. And the problem with not doing that is, first of all, if you stand on the street and you shout at everybody, you're selling to no one. Mm -hmm. And by helping you to figure out your niche and find the niche that's profitable and right for you, you can just find your blue ocean, if you like. So you've just mentioned how, you know, you're in this competitive market and it's a red ocean, right? Everybody's competing for the same clients, especially in the fitness industry, which is really competitive, you know, and somebody does a bodybuilding competition or whatever, and now they're, they're a personal trainer. And It's just such a competitive market. So if you find your blue ocean and stick to the things that you're really good at and the problems that the market hates, 
you can carve out a niche for you and you can put your head and shoulders way above the competition and you can stop chasing your tail with sales messages that don't work. You can stop wasting time, money and resources on marketing that quite honestly is probably not working for you right now. But I understand and I totally get it that niching is really scary because why would you leave anyone out of your sales funnel? Why would you narrow your market? So it hard. seems crazy, but you really have to do it. And the thing that I always say to clients is you can have more than one niche, but start with one, stick to your lane, get really good at that niche, find what works to get, get and attract and keep clients and then you can take that formula and then go to your next niche. And that's how you build a scalable business. So niching is just, um, oh, it's really important. And whenever I work with clients, it's the place where we always start. So I work with clients to find the way to, to get to your niche and find the niche that's profitable for you. So you can carve out that blue ocean. Yeah, I love the idea of blue ocean. It's such a nice way to put it. And always think like, obviously I'm going to think of a really unhealthy brand here to share, but like think of what like, like Pizza Hut. What are Pizza Hut now renowned, renowned for? Pizza. When you think of McDonald's, you think of burger fries, maybe a milkshake. Yeah. <laughs> or you think of Kodak, it's cameras. Um, so they they might have escalated into many different brands or different ventures, but they start with one mm -hmm. and learn their skills and fail fast in one area first before then they branch out. So super, super, super um, effective. So Sean, what would be the, the steps that you would take to find a niche that is right for the business owner, but is also profitable? Okay. So the first step, I normally cover this in about five days with clients. So I'm going to try and give you guys as much value as I possibly can. Yeah. You the have first, like 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> 20 minutes. I've got I've got something awesome for you guys at the end so so it's not a problem if you if you need to go through this and just trust the process so the first thing is to understand this there's, there's three main niches right there's health wealth and relationships obviously you guys fit perfectly into health but then you need to go a step further you know is it nutrition fitness what you know what's the next niche and then I want you to even go deeper than that and and work on what your specialism is so, you know, are you working with people that maybe have diabetes or are you working with people that have to lose 50 pounds or more? You, you have to find the niche. And so there's that element. And the way that I always say to clients, because it's a really difficult thing to try and get your head around. If I sit you down with a blank piece of paper and say, OK, come up with a niche that's right for your business. It's really daunting. Mm. So one of the things I always say, if you have existing clients um, I look at my power 4%. So what that is, is you look at your clients and you'll know that your revenue and your profits will come from 20% of your, 80% of your revenue or profits will come from 20% of your clients. Mm -hmm. Those are your power buyers. So look at your existing client base and find the power buyers and look at the top 20% of the 20% and start there. Start with the clients that you love working with, the type of people that are just on the same wavelength as you. You really enjoy working with them because if you're really passionate about your niche, you'll just sell it so much more effectively. So that's the one place that I'd always say to start is with your power 4% mm -hmm. and then go on from there. So when I do this with clients, it, it really is difficult. But, 
you've just got to sit down and strategize and really just try and work it out because I promise you it will be of benefit it'll help you make sales an absolute breeze mm-hmm. and it'll help you through any of those kind of sales struggles or marketing messages that you that you've struggled with in the past yeah. because once you find your perfect niche you can then build an ideal client avatar or an ideal client profile mm-hmm. and this is when you go into a huge amount of detail so that you know who this person is where they hang out, what are they like, what are their fears, concerns, challenges, pains, so that then you can be there for them. And when I work with clients, I talk about, I'll use the analogy of a stadium because you guys are all into health and fitness. I'm going to use the analogy of a stadium. You know, we always think about we have to create traffic. We have to create traffic to get sales and everything else, but it's completely wrong. If you know your niche and you know your ideal client avatar really, really well, you'll know where they hang out and you can go to that stadium. So, you know, if it's rugby players, you'll go and hang out where they hang out and, you know, look at the Facebook groups and the things that they do online and go to them and don't think about creating traffic, but rather going to it. So you really have to get detailed with that ideal client avatar and know people inside out and really get to know them from the point of view of what time they wake up and what coffee they drink, like go into it in such a huge amount of detail because that is going to help you so much with finding the right clients to work with, attracting the right clients and positioning yourself as the expert for that group of people, your stadium, that's your stadium pitch, if you like. Amazing. Yeah, definitely. And you know what? It's, it's getting, like you said, so specific, almost like, you have a picture of them in front of you. And every time you write an email or you write a message or you're talking to that one person. And so many times people are scared of, like you said, cutting out this huge market and they think I'm not going to have enough clients, you know? And I think, oh my gosh, even if you just had, would you know, would you have a hundred or 200 clients? Do you think that would be enough? You know, let's say in group programs or whatever your, your service is, you don't have to think thousands and thousands. It's really getting comfortable with that niche. So how would you take, Sean, your knowledge of, let's say you've developed that ideal client, you've really defined your niche. How does it then propel your sales? Okay, um, summarize, there's three main ways that this is going to help you. So the first way is going to help you to craft your value proposition statement. So this is if I filled a stadium full of your ideal buyers, your power 4%, and I filled a stadium full of your ideal customers, and I put you on a stage in the middle of the stadium and say, right, Katie, I want you to give your stadium pitch to these people. What would you say? It would be a bit like, oh, my goodness, I don't know what to say. But by getting really specific on your ideal client avatar, you can help, it'll help you to craft your value proposition statement. So um, it might be something like I do or I achieve X or Y for audience, perfect audience through Z. And it's a formula. Creating your value proposition statement is a formula. So, you know, it might be something like, I help physiotherapists grow profitable practices through online marketing, or I help women with their confidence after losing 50 pounds or more, or I help women with after childbirth to lose 50 pounds or more. Whatever it is, you get really, really specific and it'll help you with the value articulation statement. And I understand you're probably thinking, no, 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 and, and feeling some resistance about doing that. 
but it really works. And, and if you get that first audience right, you can then repeat that at scale. The second thing is when you're writing sales messages, I, I, first of all, I just have to explain, I love sales, right? Most people are very scared of the S word, but I love sales. It lights me up so much because I look at it like a game and it is so exciting. But people can often- share some knowledge. Can I just share something on the word sales? Um, the, the word sales, I believe, is, is going. Um, and I now believe it's influence. And that is a nice way of people, if you're scared of sales, Mm-hmm. people think oh sky sales oh my gosh I've got they think of like someone selling them a car or like someone just being like I think when I think of sales I think for market school stall like two for ten come get your bananas two for <laughs> apples for like you know that's what I think and that my gosh I would hate to do that but when you're influencing and you know what you've got is so truly valuable and you know exactly like Robin was saying about the benefits and how you can help that person how you can pull it all together and what are the results are you offering that is when you're influencing them that they know and it becomes very different and I think if everyone just thinks of I'm not selling I'm influencing I'm influencing you and so like you said Sean you love sales and as an entrepreneur you've got to love sales because you've got to money has got to transact for you to build your business so you've got to get comfy with influence and sales and all that good stuff Absolutely. And, and um, you know, Katie, when I do mindset work with clients around the topic of sales, I look at it two ways. First of all, I say to a client, do you believe in what you do? Do you really believe in the end result that you get for people? And if you do, then it's your duty to help people and it's your duty to then sell. And I also look at it like marketing is designing some really cool invitations, managing all the RSVPs, and sales is just the party. That's just where clients, if you've done your job effectively in the marketing phase, the sale is just saying to a client, do you want that now or later? Or do you want to pay on credit card or direct debit? Mm-hmm. So it's really nothing to be scary, scared about. But when you get into the detail of your ideal client avatar and really get into the detail, I talk about taking people over a bridge of where they are now. You have to meet them where they are now and you have to give them a glimpse of what it's going to be like, what life is going to be like when they've crossed the bridge. And that bridge is obviously your product or service. And by really understanding who they are and what their pains, fears, concerns are, you can craft and create emotionally hooking headlines and leads and lead magnets to start attracting your ideal clients to you and if you create something that's really irresistible people will start to notice you and your audience advertising I forget the exact translation but it's um it's um the latin word basically just to turn your head so if you can get people to turn their heads and look at you as the fitness provider the health provider the wellness provider over and above everyone else you can then get people to know like and trust you and once you've done that well then it's easy um and then the next thing that it really helps with and i've actually got a spotify episode on this whole topic about creating sales copy that doesn't suck but if you get really clear on your ideal client avatar, it'll also help you to create sales pages that absolutely rock. And I've got a little framework that we talk about who, why it's important, what you're going to give them and how they can get it. And that's just the framework for a sales page that in its quickest, most basic form. 
But if you get really clear on that ideal client avatar and your niche, you can create sales pages that rock. And I've got clients with sales sales pages that are converting 60, even 70%, which is nuts, right? (laughs) So that's how all of this stuff can help you. And I just really want you guys to, to think about it and give it a go because what's the worst that can happen? Your sales will skyrocket or not. Mm-hmm. And industry standards, correct me if I'm wrong here, Sean, that's just to give people an idea of how high that actually is. Industry standards is around 20, 30% on landing pages. Am I, I right? I think if you're lucky, yeah. I think if you're very lucky, that's about 20% is probably a really it, high benchmark, yeah. It's around that, yeah. Amazing. Cool. So, Sean, thank you so much. Now, as we said, developing your niche is just so important especially if you're at the you can develop your niche wherever you are in your business it doesn't have to be once you've developed your niche on day one of your business and everything's shiny you're like this is who it's going to be and this is who it's going to be forever i'm never going to change it you can change your niche whenever you want you can pivot at any time so remember this is going to be an ongoing thing that you might review every couple of months to make sure that you're on point with who you want to speak to so sean share um with everybody um your freebie that you have today I have got a free course for you guys um I say course but it's more like a it's more like a 30 minute training video that will talk you through the process of of identifying the niche that's right for you I've got loads of tools and and uh and ways for you to identify whether or not the niche is is deep enough you know so we focus on an inch wide and a mile deep uh, for your niche so I've got some tools that will help you to uh, to see are people searching for this are people talking for this is this trending and through the little course as well I've got some workbooks for you to download and you can go and get really specific go and get to know your ideal customer really well because you're expecting people to hand over their hard-earned cash right so I think you owe it to them to get to know them a little bit better so I've got all of that in this nail your niche course and it's completely free to you guys so I will put the link for you to log in and go through that course and let me know how you get on thank you Sean that's super super generous so yeah pop the link in the chat for everybody um and as I said all the um free links to the free gift will be sent at the end of the live event um so you can have them all on email as well so thank you so much Sean for your time today it's been an absolute honor having you as an influencer on our show so thank you so much for sharing your wisdom on developing your niche mentioned how successful businesses fail fast and I've got no doubt she learned that with her gymnastics career and being a brilliant businesswoman herself. The feedback Katie received on the summit was a fantastic, fantastic resounding success. So if you're in the fitness and wellness industry, you absolutely should go and check out goldmedalcoaching.info and keep an eye out for Katie's next summit. I sure do hope to invite invited back because it was an absolute blast. High five, you've been listening to The Growth Code. If you want to join a group, a new crew to bounce ideas off, more content and insights to help you navigate this wonderful, crazy journey of being a business owner, then come and join me on the Growth Code Facebook group. I'll see you there.